Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. These podcasts are designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with this problem. My name's Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I have designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to be covering the fourth in a 10-part series on why character is everything, and we're going to be looking at the quality of initiative. You know, after the Civil War, you had the Agricultural Revolution, and everyone worked on a farm, and families had responsibilities if they wanted to eat. Somebody had to get up, milk the cows, they had to go in and check the chickens, they had to make sure that the blades on the plow were sharp, they had to make sure that they had enough seed. They may have to go into town to pick up groceries for or supplies. They had to do a lot of stuff. And back then, it was a matter of all hands on deck. And if you had a son uh, and you had... um, Uh, another neighbor that lived pretty close by, what would happen is, and they had a daughter, you try to figure out a way to get them married so that you could combine families and end up with more people working on the farm. And that's the way it went. Marriage was almost a business decision. And the idea that if... I got up at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. Nobody had to tell me as a young man or even as a parent what my responsibilities were. 
You get up, and then you come to the breakfast table at 7 o'clock in the morning after you've spent two hours either working on the chickens or dealing with hay or dealing with, you know, the back 40 or dealing with the pigs or whatever you dealt with. You got up, and you did it. And that's all there was to it. Nobody's asking. As a matter of fact, if you didn't do it, There'd be some real problems, but nobody's asking you to do this. They've told you to do it probably about five years ago when you were like eight years old and now you're like 14 and nothing's changed. And you had to take the initiative as it was related to what your responsibilities are. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How kids have to be asked to do everything. Right down to giving the dog water, taking out the garbage, their homework. They just have to be asked to do everything. Now, maybe as parents, we're not... We're not doing our job and laying it out on the table for them and saying, you're going to do this, 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 and this, and those are your jobs, and you have to take the initiative to do it. And maybe as parents, we haven't taught kids to do certain things. Maybe I don't take or I didn't take my kids out in the yard enough to let them see me cut the grass, and then they could learn how to do it. Maybe I didn't do enough of that, but I will tell you this, it's something I should have done, and it's something that parents should do. They should let their kids see what their responsibilities are around the house, and then slowly switch responsibility to them. It's as simple as letting them see you take out the garbage, walk the dog, do the dishes, and slowly you allow them to begin to do these things and then when they get it down and they're pretty good at it then you pass the torch to them and they do it on their own and I'm not going to sit here behind this microphone and tell you that I did everything right because I didn't I made those mistakes And I recognize those mistakes, and I'm trying to help people now not to make the same mistakes. Because I see the condition that some schools are in, and I see the condition of some kids, and I will tell you this right now, and I don't even like using this word, but I'm going to use it. They give you the impression that they are lazy. Like they don't want to do anything. And they're not going to have much success in life if all they do all day is sit and fiddle with their phone or just hang out. Like I used to ask my daughter, where are you going? I'm going over to so-and-so's house. What are you going to do? Hang out. That's the thing. And as kids get older, they have to realize what their responsibilities are. And I've shared this before. 
if in fact they don't know what their responsibilities are and they start to discover responsibilities much later in life, like 17, 16, 18 in that area, that's what causes anxiety because they never, they never knew what their responsibilities were. So what we want to look at here is this quality of initiative. Excuse me, that paper just hit the microphone. <laughs> initiative. What does it mean? You know, I, I was working as a school administrator many years ago, and I was walking down the hallway with a student and a teacher, and I saw some garbage on the floor. And I said to the student, pick it up, pick that up. A little nicer than that, probably. The student went over and picked up the garbage and threw it in the garbage can. The teacher that I was walking with was so amazed how this student cooperated with my request and picked up the garbage. The teacher said to me, wow, that was great. He just went over and picked up the garbage. The teacher was almost complimenting me for how the student complied with my request. My comment to the teacher was, do you think he would have done that and picked up the garbage if I, if I hadn't told him to? Unfortunately, the answer to that question is that he would not have. Now, the definition of this quality is recognizing and doing what needs to be done before you're asked to do it. You can recognize a need. You can see it. You can see that there's a need. Now, part of the problem that occurs when we don't teach kids what to do, or in, in my instance, which I'm going to share this illustration with you, we don't, we don't teach or work with our spouses to make them aware of what they need to do. You know, in some families, one spouse does it all, pays the bills, takes care of everything, and it could be the husband or the wife. They take care of it all. And then somebody gets sick or somebody dies, and the surviving spouse or the spouse that's, you know, not sick has to figure out how to pay the bills. I can remember when I hurt my leg. I ruptured a quadricep tendon in my leg. And it was summertime. And I took care of the property in the summer. I cut the grass. I uh, took care of the pool. I did everything. It took me a good long while. And it, with a lot of FaceTime calls to help Pat, my wife, walk through what she needed to do in those instances when I couldn't cut the grass or when I couldn't take care of the pool. Now, those are my part of my general summer responsibilities. But the bottom line is I needed to teach. Everybody in a family knows needs to know how to do everything. And that doesn't happen. As an example, my daughter Zoe, she needs to have her hair done sometimes. 
Her mother always does it. If you asked me to do her hair, I would be in left field. I wouldn't know what to do. I think I would just get a hair tie and put it in a ponytail and there you go. Now Zoe is learning because her mother is smart enough to teach her what to do with her hair. So Zoe takes care of it a lot on her own now because she's getting older. But the bottom line is if she was younger and I had to do it, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Now, initiative, recognizing and doing what needs to be done before you're asked to do it. Now, the opposite is unresponsiveness. And the idea that somebody can survive and succeed in this world with, without initiative is ridiculous and wrong-headed. You get on a job, you have to take initiative. And you almost have to ask for forgiveness, not permission. Doesn't mean you're pushy, doesn't mean you're obnoxious. It means that the person can see what has to be done and can take the personal responsibility to make things happen. You know, you get into a faculty meeting as a teacher and you're sitting there and you want to let the administration know that you may have some answers in terms of solving a problem. You raise your hand, you don't get called on, you get upset, and you poo-poo your whole idea, you throw it out the window, and you feel slighted because you didn't get called on. The point that I'm making here is you still have the idea, and you need to work with that idea in your circle of influence and maybe see the administrator or make an appointment to see him after school or her after school to take care of what you would like to see, what you would like to have happen here. Whatever it is, it may be a problem with testing, maybe a problem with uh, bus duty, could be a problem with a lot of things in a school. And you have an idea, but the problem is, is if you don't get called on right away, you're feeling Feelings get hurt, and the whole idea goes down the toilet. One, the person that possesses this quality doesn't allow circumstances or the environment to get in the way, and doesn't make excuses for behavior. Or the inability to complete a task. There are no roadblocks for people with initiative. Work, there is work that has to be done and someone comes up with a solution in order to do it. And it could be as simple in a home where you give your son or your daughter a job like raking the leaves, taking out the garbage, and you have to get them to buy into what their responsibility is, a child. Now, you can attach an allowance to this if you want. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is they have to have the buy-in. The kid needs to buy into what they have to do and how that responsibility affects the family. When the garbage is running over, the family is affected. When the leaves aren't raked, the family is affected. And they have to know what their responsibilities are.
Now, unfortunately, as a administrator, I observe more students who don't have initiative. They are unmotivated. They may have been disaffected in their attitudes about schoolwork and life in general. And, you know, they almost would give you the impression that they didn't care. If they failed a test, they'd tell you it's because they didn't have enough time to study. If they're caught doing something wrong or whatever, not doing their work, it might be because their pencil was stolen. If they're late to school, it's because their mother didn't wake them up on time. The scary part is the parents of these kids usually support the excuse and find ways to perpetuate the behavior. The teachers and the administrators of these students often fear the parents, and they do, and give in to the excuses that are used by the student as well as the parent. And all this does is send the signal that you are accepting the lack of initiative that this student is demonstrating. And it is maddening and it's wrong and it needs to stop. If you have kids at home that are five or six years old, start getting them to do stuff. That's all I can tell you. Pick up garbage, dump the garbage, walk the dog, feed the dog, whatever the case may be, clear the table, get them to do stuff and take and tell them that this is what their job is. Once I discover my responsibilities, it's my job now to take initiative and make sure that I fulfill those responsibility. And if they want to, if they really want to develop this quality, they need to be held accountable. And they shouldn't be allowed to use excuses for what they're personally responsible for. This quality, folks, is a key character quality that needs to be developed in all children. And you're going to hear me say this over and over because these are unique qualities that people don't speak about. But the one thing that I say over and over again If we want our kids to manage independently, the qualities that I'm going to be speaking of during this, um, these episodes, these 10 episodes, are the qualities that they're going to need for lifelong success. Initiative is one of them. And if you haven't heard The other three qualities, go back and listen to those episodes. You'll discover if you continue to work on or start working on some of these qualities that the kids will get a better understanding of their responsibilities and you'll be helping them do things either for the family or for a community or for a lot of things, for a lot of other things, like school and so on, without being asked. You don't want to have to ask. You want them to just take the initiative and do it. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Please take the time. Please take the time. Visit my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. You'll find a host of great things there that I know you can use. 
you know, lesson plans, courses, free stuff, articles, and so on. Go there. Take a look. And by the way, it helps support these podcasts, which does take time to produce. And if you like the podcast, send them, forward it to other people, get them to listen as well. I I think you'll find them to be helpful. And I think that they will prove to help you help your kids become successful adults. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. And thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.